Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. This is Dr. Jay Calvert and Dr. Millicent Ravello coming to you with a New Year's episode. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy Dr. Year. Ravello. Happy 2024. I know, it's a big deal. By the way, where did 2023 go? Can we like ask somebody because no one seems to know? I mean, it was, it's blowing by. Whew. It's an issue. Yeah. I know the the older you get, the faster they go. And I am definitely a guy who can attest to that. Yes. 2023 was great, but we are now looking on to 2024. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. New year, new you. We do that like all the time ad nauseum. But there's something to it, right? There is. I mean, uh, there's that sort of like a reset button that you you selectively can use it, right? You don't have to reset everything, but there are things you want to reset. You can press that reset button. Yes. And, you know, plastic surgery lends itself to that reset very well. We can fit into that New Year's resolution to-do list quite nicely. But as we've done on previous podcasts, we're going to do a little refresher here. You got to have a plan. You got to approach each year with a plastic surgery plan. I know I do. I'm like, what am I doing this year? <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> and, and those plans are enacted and they are stuck to and you make them happen in a very, very regimented way. I don't do one every year, people. Lay no, but off. You, are, you are definitely militaristic <laughs> about it. Like, <laughs> like and this year, we're going to do it. Which I love. It's great. You got to have a plan. I, I oftentimes find out what part of that plan I'll be playing in, in, oh, this, yes. in this part yes. of the year. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This year, you're going to do this and this and this. And for me. I'm like, oh, 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 did we? No, I just, I, that's what's happening. That's when it works for me. So thank you. Yeah, I'll see you then. <laughs> great. I've already put myself on the schedule and that's that, which is great. I'm happy to, I'm happy to be part of your plastic surgery plan. I am going to be on your plastic surgery plan yes. very soon. Uh, I need I need a lot. <laughs> it may be too late. Maybe maybe it's just time to like put me out to pasture and that's that. But uh, I I need some stuff. You know, it's time. First okay. of all, we're gonna what we're gonna do today is we're gonna help our listeners generate that plastic surgery surgery plan. Generate that plastic surgery plan for themselves. That's easy for me to say um, because there's a lot to it. It's actually not simple. And a lot of people always, we've done like this red carpet ready kind of episode. We've done the what's with the Botox. We've done the have a plan episode. How you generate sort of your own aesthetic plan for the year or for your life is not trivial. It's actually pretty complicated. Yeah, you, you kind of, I mean, for the best results and for optimal results, yes, having a plan is super important. And so let's kind of just start from the obvious, the thing that probably everybody has on their New Year's resolution. I want to lose weight or this is the year I'm going to get in shape, right? 100%. Great. It is the most common New most Year's resolution. One, <laughs> guilty. Yes. So that's great. Then you have to think about, so maybe your body is what you want to work on this year. And you know that at some point in this year, you may need a tummy tuck. Maybe you're done having kids. Maybe this is the year you're going to get your mommy makeover. I'm done having kids. Oh, okay. Should I get a tummy tuck? Uh, daddy do-over? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So this is maybe the year you're thinking about doing those body contouring procedures. So what do you need to do to get ready for that? Number one, make sure you're done having kids. That would be helpful. Number two, get to your goal 
weight. That is most important. And be realistic about what that right. goal weight is. Yeah. If you you can say, I want to lose 50 pounds, but in reality, you know, it's only going to be 10 or 15. That's fine. But go meet, So go with that. Go with that. Go meet with your chosen plastic surgeon, or maybe this is the time to go see a few, hone down on one, and talk about that plan with them. Because they might say... You, you do need to lose those 50 pounds before I can, you know, properly do a tummy tuck on you. Or they can just be like, you know what? I can do your tummy tuck now. You're at a totally appropriate weight. If you want to lose more weight, that's on you. And you can if you want, but you don't need to. So then that's when you can really start to make a plan on how much weight you want to lose. Because ideally, you'd be at your goal weight before doing any body contouring procedure. And this includes liposuction too, because liposuction should really be for those hard to hit areas that you can't get with a reasonable diet and exercise plan. So get to where you wanna be, get to that healthy goal weight and a healthy fitness and diet program. And then whatever's left behind that you don't like, that's where plastic surgery can come in and really clean up those other areas. Yeah, I mean, that... You know, and and by the way, the weight thing is often, uh, I, I get asked about that all the time about facelifts, you know, like, oh, should I, should I lose some weight before this facelift? And yeah, if you're hundred pounds overweight and you're planning on having gastric bypass, it's one thing, but if you're going to stay your weight, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really make too much difference. You, really you know, it, you're, yes, your skin will be a little more loose if you lose 10 pounds or 15 pounds or whatever, but it, it's not relevant to, cause a facelift is like a facial rearrangement that's going to make the difference for you no matter what weight you're not, at. Not the, you know, couple centimeters of skin that are removed. No, A no. little bit different with the body. That's why we do say goal weight. Yes. Because if you do go on to lose, you know, 15 plus pounds, you are going to see some loose skin. And so you may, you know, want to revise or do more skin removal. So that's why goal weight, because then whatever result you get afterwards will be maintained. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, the... The planning for the year, you know, should, I, I always say, you know, start with like the stuff that matters and like your face matters. You're going to want to do some skin care. You're going to want to possibly do some laser resurfacing, possibly some microneedling and, and, uh, and PRP. Like there's, there's a lot that you can plan out, but you do have to have that plan for the year. You don't want to just kind of, you know, wait for it to come at you or as one of my patients, you know, like wait till somebody says something about it and then be like, you know, I, I need to do this. You know, I like, I keep hearing like, you know, I, I look like a paper bag, like, okay, yes, you have some sun damage. Let's get to, let's get to work on it. So I think that if you know that aesthetics are important to you, which what I find is aesthetics are important to everybody. I don't care who you are. People get up in the morning, they take a shower or whatever, they do their hair, they put on makeup, they look at themselves in the mirror because they're worried, worried about how they look to others and to themselves. They right. want to have the confidence. They want to look good. And so aesthetics are important. And this concept of just like willy-nilly, I think I'll go do this, I think I'll go do that, is really like a misguided approach to aesthetics. And we've talked about it before. Having a plan makes your life a lot easier in terms of how you're going to spend your money so you don't waste it. Because, you know, this stuff's expensive. I mean, I... I I can tell you the machines that we buy to, to do the minimally invasive stuff and our OR time, it all costs a ton of money just to do it. Never mind like you and I trying to make a living doing it, which we do, but the the cost.
cost of getting these things done is not cheap and it has to be budgeted. It has to be part of your, your thought process and approaching it in a organized and uh, efficient, effective fashion will make a big difference to A, the results you get and B, how you feel about the results and see how much money you spend doing it. A thousand percent. And to go back and rehash the face, um, if you have any kind of skin issues, ideally you would address them before the facelift. You can always address them after. But to really get that wow factor of the facelift, if you can address the skin issues first, you'll really get that wow factor after. Because if you can get rid of the dark spots or some coarseness or some skin quality issues before your facelift, then you go and you have the facelift. It's just like, oh, and it's like beautiful and it's great. If you don't and you still have a lot of sun damage or the skin is coarse, you can have your facelift and you'll get a good facelift result. But the result will be like, ah, uh, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the chorus of angels got a little, little weaker on that yeah, one. I noticed bit. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is true. The, you do want to, like, if you can think about it in that way, yeah, you should be taking care of your skin the whole time, well, especially this, yes. the Southern Californian, you know, sun damage issue is so real. I mean, you just have to live here and you get sun damage. It's not, it's not like, no, you, know, no. you, don't, you don't have to try. I live in a tent. No, I know you do. You, you're, you're like. A beekeeper yeah, at all times. Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> you, you get it, but most people don't. And especially when they were kids, they didn't. Right. Um, especially those of us in the facelift range, like myself. Those of us who are children of the like late sixties and seventies who are now in the fifties getting facelifts, we we fried ourselves. Yeah. We did. What was sunscreen? Like, that was <laughs> sunscreen. Yeah. You mean baby oil? Exactly. That, exactly. That was sort of the goal. I remember, you know, in high school we would like go out in the sun and just bake and try to get dark, which you know for me was absolutely a a futile futile effort. All I could do is turn into a lobster. And I, I got very red. You know, the red was good, but I I couldn't get any any color. But but the damage the damage was the there. damage still yeah. happens. And and do you get basal cell that way? Sure. I mean, I, I just took a lesion off one of my patients who's in her thirties, and uh, she's like, I don't know. There's a skin tag on my back. Da da da. Turned out to be a basal cell. Happens. Yeah. yeah I mean, like we were so just like, holy your, cow. Put that on your 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 list. Skin checks. Yeah. Do that your skin be checks on your New Year's. Checklist, you got to get those every year because they are important. If you catch them early, not a big deal. They can be easily treated. But if of course. they persist, then they are problems. So, yes, that should be on your New Year's resolution, skin checks. Especially our Australians where there's the highest incidence of melanoma in uh, you know per capita. I mean, the, that they, they get toasted down under. Yeah, they sure do. In a big way. The mel every plastic surgeon in Australia that I know deals with melanoma like on an abnormally frequent basis. Mm. So for all you Aussies, get your get skin your, checks. Get your skin checks. Uh, but also, you know, that's part of your plan is, uh, for your aesthetic, you know, your aesthetic year. Right. What What am I going to do? Am I going to get Morpheus this year? Am I going to tighten up my skin? Am I going to get some PRP? Am I going to get some microneedling? Go to your practitioner, come into the rock spa, talk to Orla, come in and see your plastic surgeon, talk to Dr. Ravello, come see me, get your plan together, and then... Make it make it make sense for you because it has to be customized to like what you do for a living, how much time you have to take right. off. You know, do you have the downtime? All these things have different aspects to them that it's impossible to know as somebody who's like, I think I'll do some aesthetic 
surgery and procedures this year. You, you won't know what we know. We do this all the time and we can plan it with you. And, right. it, and it does make a huge, it, it just- It's a huge difference. You know, yeah, you go get your annual physicals, you go to your dentist. Well, guess what? <laughs> you need a plastic surgeon. Annual visit with your plastic surgeon. If you, if you want to look great. Oh, for sure. If you want to pick great. a good one, you pick the wrong one, you'll wind up looking like a praying mantis. And that's not a cute look. Well, unless you want to look like one. Some people Some do people want to look do. like so, <laughs> the, so the mantis that. lift is real. It's out there. The alien lift. I've, I've seen, I've seen some stuff lately that just makes me go. <laughs> okay. So yes, choose, choose the surgery that you want, whether it's the breast or the tummy or the face or the nose, and then plan it. So the other thing that you have to really take into consideration is the timing of it and your work and your family responsibilities and vacation plans. So I have a lot of teachers, I have a lot of students, and ideally for them, they would have their surgeries in their downtime. So summertime, Christmas break, spring break. Well, guess what? Those time slots fill up really fast. Spring break, I have like nothing left. Like spring break is a big one, especially for the kids and the teachers. Same thing for uh, summertime and for Christmas break. So if you at all are seriously considering having a plastic surgery and you know you need to fit it into one of those times, come in sooner rather than later because then you can lock in that time slot that you may really need. Um, another thing is Definitely. kind of figuring out your um, – Recovery time. So a lot of these big body cases that I do need substantial recovery time or time off from work. So if you need to work X amount of you know, days to get amount enough PTO or something like that for your job, like these are things you have to consider. So go talk to your surgeon, find out how much time do I need off? What's my recovery look like? And when can I do this at a time that makes sense for me? Yeah. I mean, that's, those are all really important uh, kind of aspects of getting this stuff done right. And being, you know, being proactive about it is key. You know, maybe this isn't the year and this is the year you're going to get a little Botox here and there. You're going to yeah. do it like, I mean. Maybe that's... this is the year you save money. Maybe this yeah. is the year you get a price quote and say, I need to save some more pennies and this is the year you budget. Totally great. Great idea. Like these, it's just, we talk, we've said this to each other before. Plastic surgery is like buying a car, right? It's an investment. Yep. And so you got to plan for it. You have to budget it. It's not the same thing as getting your hair and nails done. Like it is an investment and you have to take it you know, seriously to that same extent. Yeah, this stuff is not cheap um, and it's getting more expensive. And, uh, you know, how to pay for it. In fact, uh, the the financing of plastic surgery is onerous with these interest rates. And so that's the other part of it is that a lot of people aren't going to go to their, in in the last you know, seven or eight years before these interest rate hikes, people would go to their, you know, home equity line of credit, their HELOC loan. They would say, well, you know, I'll take some money out of my house or whatever and do it that way. Or they'd say, I'll, I'll get a credit card with a low interest rate. And they'd do right. that. You know, now it's like, and your interest rate is 28%. <laughs> it's it's I know. like, and in your, you know, your $10,000, you know, operation now becomes $18,000 over three years. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. You're, $25,000 operation now becomes, you know, 38,000. Like it's crazy town with the interest rates and that, that makes it a bit harder. So you do have to kind of figure out how you're going to do that. And, uh, like all the plastic surgeons, including us, we have options for, for those finance things, mm -hmm. but that, that needs to be a consideration. The money is real. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to sit here, you know, like if, if my, you know, 
daughters came to me and said, this is the year for our, you know, whatever, nose jobs or whatever they were doing. I, I, I you know, I ain't got to put that together because they ain't cheap, number one. And number two, we're all like kind of living a certain way on the money that we have, make, save, et cetera. So it is, it is a consideration is a how consideration. you get this done. Yep. It is not something, I mean, there are very few people in this world that can say money is of no object. You know, you gotta, you gotta plan. It's true. Yeah. I mean, we bump into some of them, but even those, even those folks, they, they're always, they're always conscientious of the cost. I mean, you should be, you, you, it's not, you know, I think only, you know, people who don't know any better, like throw money away. They're, they're just, you know, the, the, it doesn't make sense. A, anybody who's had to earn their money is going to be careful about it, especially when they're considering an investment, like in a, a facelift or a big mommy makeover. These things are, are big operations. They, they take are. a lot of time. They have to take time off from work to do it. Mm-hmm. So you're not earning when there's when you're doing it. There, there's all of that that has to go into your planning for the new year. And that is that's it. I mean, it is that's that is that is the message. Plan these things. So go make that appointment with your friendly neighborhood plastic surgeon. Come up with a plan. Maybe this isn't the year. Maybe you do some non-invasive things. Maybe you budget for next year, but have a plan. I've been thinking about something for, for my year, actually. What's that? Butt implants. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's really what I need. I think mm. that's where I'm going to go. I think what I really need for me is a bigger butt. <laughs> no? Sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Actually, I'm, I'm actually okay in that department. But the, uh, the reality is, is that whatever it is, go do it and figure it out. There's... Uh, I do have a lot of people that are thinking about BBLs, but the people that I talk to about BBLs, I have to do the skinny BBL. So, yeah, because your patients have no fat. <laughs> I, I don't, I have the like, like why do the thinnest patients I have are, they're always like, you know what I really want is I want to get a BBL. I was like, with what fat? Right. You know, go eat like 48 hamburgers and come back cheeseburgers and talk to me afterwards. And and by the way, eat some ice cream sundaes on the way. Because they, they that, that makes it very hard to do a BBL. Very hard. So... Yes. If you don't have the fat, it cannot be done. No. So um, that's a message to my patients. If you're, if you're thinking that way. Eat up. Eat up. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the New Year's celebrations. You'll have a different New Year's resolution. That's right. Yeah. I need to get fat. (laughs) That's usually not the the usual. Uh, Anything else about our, our planning? No, I think that's it. Just be cognizant that you need a plan and we are here to help you make that. Sure. We're, we're always around. You guys can always, uh, check out our Instagram, DM us, you know, we're, we've got our own accounts around. There's always a way to, to kind of get some information. We're happy to help. And, uh, this is the Beverly Hills plastic surgery podcast coming to you from the 90210 with a very happy and healthy new year for everyone. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills plastic surgery podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at ravelloplasticsurgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon.